Hey everybody, this is Greg from This Was Rad here at the front of the podcast to uh, just talk about something. See, here at This Was Rad, the only podcast where two 30-year-olds force a 14-year-old to watch rad 80s movies. We joked a few episodes ago about buying Willow uh, some rose gold beats headphones to smash them in front of her. Now, what we actually want to do is buy her a pair and not smash them. Now, neither Paul nor myself have a spare $300 or even $150, so we're asking you, the people, to help make an annoyed 14-year-old girl's dream come true. Now, I agree she should dream a little bit bigger, but I remind you that once you were 14 and all you wanted was a Neo Geo and you never got one, and now you think about that Neo Geo-sized hole in your heart, and you can't fill it. Doesn't matter how much booze, pills, post-Halloween discount candy, or questionable trips to Thailand you take, it's never getting filled. So, give what you can, and actually make an appreciative difference in the life of a girl who dreams so small. The GoFundMe page is gofundme.com slash willowbeats. You can also find the link on our Facebook and our Twitter, and uh, there are actually some rewards that involve uh, uh, very silly and ridiculous prices. So, uh... Please give what you can, and hopefully we will be buying Willow some rose gold headphones. This was rad. It's holy rad. Way rad. Fully rad. To say that was gnarly. <laughs> All my instincts, they return. The grand facade so soon will burn. Without noise, without my pride, I'll reach out from the And we are back again, 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 again with This Was Rad Podcast, the podcast with 30-year-olds watch movies from the 80s with a teenager. I'm Paul. I'm Greg. I'm Willow. All right, Willow is, um, Willow, it's been a while since you've eaten on Mike. The people clamor for it. Yeah, the people demand. <laughs> and now she's just going to eat slower. There it is, all right. Fantastic. <laughs> well, Paul... <laughs> While yeah. Willow's eating, yeah. uh, what, what movie did we watch this week? Oh, this week, man, did we watch a doozy of a film. We watched the 1989 John Cusack, Say Anything. I I, I am just uh, dying to hear, Greg, what you remember about this movie. <laughs> I've never seen this movie. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> so that was fast. <laughs> Off to a great start as always. Oh, good. Uh, I remember, like, two scenes from this movie. Only because I've seen it on TV and other people have replicated it a thousand times. Uh, the radio scene, uh, when he holds the radio up in front of the car. Well, I mean, I, I, I know that scene. Okay. But, you know, I've never, yeah, I've never no, seen no, the movie. I, so. I do, too. Um, and I remember parts of the party. Um, I think I had probably seen this on, like, TBS or something like that. It, it didn't draw my attention. 
Um, again, same thing with like camp. This is a this movie falls into the camp I me love, just it's one of the guys, that sort of stuff. Where it's these movies were like super super eighties, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, which was also written by Cameron Crowe, right? Why don't we do so, that yeah. movie next? Oh, oh, um, mm. yeah, that's only one scene. She'd have to shut her eyes at Ooh. that I can remember. Uh, yeah, that's a long scene, Greg, and there's a lot of explanation that goes into it. <laughs> that's a good point. Maybe that's an after dark. Uh, no, I, we'll see how it plays out. Anyway, not a movie I'd seen myself, but we picked it because Willow did like movies like this. So we wanted to kind of give her, uh, you know, something that kind of sink your teeth into. Now, had you heard about this movie before, Willow? Mm-hmm. You have? Have you seen it before? Mm-mm. Okay. What did you What did you hear about this movie, or where did you Where have you heard it from before? It was talked about in another movie, and then like people referenced it in TV shows. Okay, yeah, that that's that's possible. That's, that's fair. Yeah, yep, that's very possible. Um, Pretty legit. Okay, so it's gonna be. Woo, there's a lot to unpack in this movie. This movie is not that long, but it feels super long. It is an hour and forty uh, minutes. I I know an hour and 40, but I mean, like, if I hadn't looked at the running time and you had asked me how long this movie was, I would have said it was like two and a half hours long. I'm with you on that. I, I There totally... is a ton that happens in this movie. There Tons. is. And you know what's funny is, and we're going to get into it, but just real just real quick, just based on the running time, every time we pause the movie, like if I get up to, you know, get a drink or whatever, or like after the party scene, I'm like, oh, okay, this is pretty much, there's like, Two more things where they get together, end of the movie. That's That ends at minute 36 yeah, of oh, an I, hour and 40 minute movie. I was I like, had, what's left? <laughs> but I, I, had, I, had this, I had the same reaction where I paused it to get up and get a drink. And I was like, there's still an hour left in this movie? Yes, yes. I was like, what, what is going to happen? Now, so, anyway. but I'll tell you this. They don't let much go because they use every minute. Uh, yeah, it's it, it, it's not like there's stuff that I'd say, oh, you needed to cut X out or cut Y out. There's just a ton that happens. It's very, very intensive it is. in its plot. It is. It is. So let's just get right into it. It is a Cameron Crowe um, directorial. Um, I did not know that at all. I didn't know he was associated with this film at all. But oh, obviously, okay. um, wrote some great movies, Fast Times. Um, he... he did almost famous, which is I love that movie. An almost famous yeah, that's movie. that's probably I think his biggest movie. Yes. That or Jerry Maguire, one of the two. Um, he did that Vanilla Sky as well. Yeah, which he was also good. he um he did We Bought a Zoo recently, which I saw. Uh, that's one of his more is, is is it good? Um, eh, worth worth a rent. It's a family it's not movie, amazing. right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, like like Cameron Crowe stuff tend to be good, and you've got solid actors. Okay. Uh, Scar Joe's in it, so I mean, it's so oh, well. Then around. I should already have watched it then. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, uh, we open up on a, a shot. Uh, I, I wrote down, it looks like Goonies, uh, just the way it's kind of filmed with like this. Um, Willow caught it. I didn't catch this at first. It's Seattle, which explains yeah. so much about this movie. And I was so hoping that someone would like, break a limb, need like some kind of like, cancer surgery or something. <laughs> so that'd be fantastic. Why? What takes place in Seattle? Seattle, Grace, or, wait, wait, wait. Grace Alone Memorial Hospital with the Denny Duquette Clinic. Free. <laughs> Just wanted to let you know. Um, is this a Grey's Anatomy reference? What do oh, you think, Oh, Greg? Greg, this is the next month of our lives. <laughs> Great. <laughs> we should just watch the show. 
No, yes. I don't think <laughs> <laughs> Literally, Teddy's in it alive for like two episodes, but he becomes a main character. Like, it's for real. Okay, Let, let's concentrate on this one. Uh, we open up with John Cusack and, and two girls who are friends, but not girlfriends, who are just yeah. throughout this movie. I don't... I don't dislike them. I don't think that they didn't need to be in here, but they're kind of, there's such an odd pairing of these people right up until she goes, right up until he's saying, you know, I'd like to go out with this date with this girl, Diane Court. And I'm, I'm confused by like what's going on until one of them goes, you can't date her. She's a brain. And I'm like, oh, we're, we're using the breakfast clubs, uh, segmentation of individuals. So they're the geeks. Right. Of the school. Got no, it. I'm pretty sure she's the only brain in this school. I'm well, she sure won a fellowship, others. Willow. She's the lead. She's the mother brain. The mother brain. Uh, for uh, for <laughs> our Metro friends there. Yes. Metro West. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. 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 no what, well, you don't like that car company? Uh, <laughs> so... He wants to go on a date with this girl who apparently doesn't know he even exists, Um, which, as a high schooler, I know what that feels like. Of course you do. I still feel what that feels like as an adult, Uh, you know? (laughs) You don't don't feel like you're invisible in a crowd of people sometimes, Paul? Oh, invisible, yes, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I took that as I still... Crave women who don't know I exist. Oh, oh I'm... <laughs> Willow and I were like, do you, do you need to take a minute? Just kind of. <laughs> you get there. <laughs> oh God, no. Willow, thank you for being on the same page. So I'm like, okay, got it. Question. Uh, uh, yes. Do I feel invisible <laughs> at work and in my at life? Yes, that occasionally yes. happens. Okay, good, yes. okay. Um, now well, we're on the same page, good. Okay. Wow, that was about to make this podcast go in a whole different direction. Yeah, woo like, boy. Like, how's Ness doing? <laughs> so, so anyway, uh, John Cusack, uh, is it I Dean Sky? Is that how you say that? I don't know how to pronounce her name. Her name's Diane in the film, and that's what I'm going to call her. Very pretty girl. Um, I don't think she really did much after this. Cause I know she was she was constantly working and stuff, but I mean I don't I remember her only being lead, right? a main actress yeah. in anything except yeah. this. But anyway, it's graduation, uh, which I kind of like um, that it starts here. It makes more sense for the rest of the movie that this isn't set in high school. I kind of like that um, because this movie it's not it's not a super high school rom com for a lot of reasons, but I. It's the end of the school year, so now the way things kind of progress, they feel more adult, and I yeah. I kind of like that. I like that direction that it's not taking place in high school, because as, as we've seen so many times already now, especially um, the John Hughes movies, high school movies don't hold up well at all. So I was kind of yeah. happy to see that difference with this one. Um, but it is graduation. They're on their way there. Um, Diane is the valedictorian, and she's going to have to give a speech. Um, to which uh, she's re- John Mahoney, who is the father in uh, Frasier, yes, who was great in that show. He he's terrific in this one. She's given the speech, and and she gives this like this terrible flat line, and he does this over the top laugh. Ah, oh, honey, that was the greatest line ever. 
And she's just like, really? Like, oh, oh, you live in a bubble because <laughs> you oh, don't get sarcasm. Oh, the biggest of bubbles. <laughs> you don't get sarcasm at all. Continues on to say the line. Um, and we get to the graduation and there's some guy screaming at them. Uh, I think he's singing a song, but he's terrible at it. Oh, I, I, I think that's that supposed to be it. You know, portion. he's he's that that jerk off that you knew in school who everyone thought was hilarious, but he really wasn't funny at all. Yes. Yeah. 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 And they gave him a mic in graduation. Yeah, was yeah exactly. Yeah. No, it's awful. Uh, and then um, now we've kind of gotten the hint that she wasn't like not popular, just she was in the school, but she concentrated on academics. Has anyone noticed that she doesn't have any other friends in this movie? But, you know what? But that's the point, though. They, they, yeah, spent... people people kind of, like, they know who she is, but nobody knows anything about her. You know, like, that that comes up in the party. But, yeah, basically it's that, you know, she's she kind of sacrificed everything for, like, academics. Right. And, you, and, I mean, you find out the father says it later. He goes, you gave up vacations, um, weekends, uh, after school, all this stuff just for uh, the academics. Yeah. And so all all you need to know is that that John Cusack is is intent on asking her out. Yes. Lloyd, his name's Lloyd in the film. John Cusack's name is Lloyd. So Lloyd is intent on asking her out. Yeah, he's very intent. Um to the point that he's pretty much a stalker. It's uncomfortable in a few scenes. Yeah. Um yeah. but um he and 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 we're seeing all of this, but he doesn't ask her out until he goes back home again and calls her on the phone. Yeah, which, I mean, she's with her father. Um, there's other people around. I I think he's, I kind of get the I get John Cusack's character a lot. I really do. Because you were him, and you had your friend take a photo as you were running behind the girl that you liked. Okay, never did that. Um, he he did wear a trench coat and kickboxed. Though. I did though. Yeah, well, kickboxing. The raddest. Sport of the future. Sport of the future. Uh, and by the way, he's not wrong. MMA, huge now. Yeah. He's not wrong. He's 30 years too early, <laughs> but he's not oh, wrong. Oh, it was, it was the future. The problem was it was way, way in, in the, the future. future. Um, yeah. But anyway, uh, I, Joan Cusack actually plays his sister. Uh, yes. His slightly older sister, which I like. She She's only in the movie a couple times, but she's good. She's not bad. Yeah, she's she's like um, a single mom, and John Cusack lives with her because his parents live in Europe. Yes. Germany or something. Uh, well, his dad's so. in the military, so they, they kind of move around a bunch. They move around. Yeah, they were military kids. I Now, I know you want to get to the phone call. I, I just want to say, I love, the, I love Diane and her dad's dynamic, which is huge in this movie. I love the fact that <laughs> she comes home and goes, Dad... Everybody thinks I'm a priss. And the father goes, oh, honey, you're not a priss. And I finished his line because I think what he meant to say was, oh, no, honey, you, you couldn't be a priss. Now, now go up to your princess bedroom and write about your day in your diary and then kiss it goodnight and sleep with your teddy bears. Good night, princess. Good night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Mm. Nothing. Okay. So right, right after that line <laughs> is when is when he calls her yes, up. and. Does. Uh, just gets uh, the dad and just leaves his number. Doesn't even, doesn't even However, actually talk to Diane. But did you? But couldn't you tell the father has been kind of fighting off suitors for for years oh, now? Oh, it. Yeah, I, I I have a feeling there are quite a few numbers that got just you know lost. Yes, in between yeah. the phone and uh, Diane, I, I would agree. I, I honestly expected them to cut back to him. Like he's actually writing the number down. I'm like, oh, he's actually writing it now. 
I expected to cut back to him, and he would just be on the phone with his paper going, all right, click. Click. Yeah, <laughs> and that nothing. was the yeah. end of it. Yeah. Oh, the days where you had to have somebody at home to write the number down for you if your answering oh. machine wasn't oh. working. Willow, what did you, what was your observation with that whole scene? He Because he had the flip phone. Yeah, I was like, why doesn't she have her own cell phone? But apparently it's a flip phone home phone. Right. Yeah, so that was that was like a, a, a phone for the home. You couldn't, like, take that outside. But it's a flip phone. So we were like... Which is weird. No, we were like... No, because that's a... Late 80s, early 90s, that's when we were transitioning. Like, because cell, cell phones were there. So we were trying to make the home phone cooler. Because uh, oh, later okay. on, she even uses a phone like... <laughs> looks like a stiletto heel. Like... Like we were trying to make trying to make that home phone sell Cheeseber- cheeseburger phone cheeseburger <laughs> phone yeah football I bring it phone. up all the time cheeseburger we had a football phone football yeah, phone would be another those. cool I one. I want to see a cheeseburger phone can we get one of those Ah, uh, you can go on the internet and look it up sure do huh. you have a home phone Willow that you plug into your wall no yeah so then what are you gonna do with a cheeseburger phone just have it laying around <laughs> just, just <laughs> okay, fair enough because we, we literally do not have a landline in this house. I don't have a, you know, I take that back. I didn't have a landline. I have one now, but I never used to. Yeah. The only reason I have one is because uh, it's connected to the gate. So if someone wants to get in, it buzzes my phone. Like, it's like you have to have one by necessity. I wouldn't have one otherwise. So wait a second. You live in a gated community now. I live in a compound. Thank you. Yes. With my so bunker. you're like Squidward. I, I don't know, you know who that, that is, but sure. goes away and moves in like that all Squidward town. Are you one of those so if now? you yeah if you if you come to visit me in my compound, cool. you have to hit a button and then my phone rings and I pick it up and I say you know who is this and if you're like uh you know not I'm not with the government I'm like okay come on in. So what if it was the government? I say well first uh, of no all no habla I say no habla español. <laughs> As we learned from this movie, the FBI comes to your door. Nothing good is going to happen. <laughs> You know, I had, I had a friend of mine who who does work for the government. I remember him telling me one time. He goes, "Yeah, if the FBI has shown up at your house, just immediately get a lawyer because they don't just show up half cock. Right. They're very sure about where they're showing up." No. So, Willow just showed me a picture of a phone in a cheeseburger. Not the same oh. thing. Yeah, that's not the same, but it's funny. Like okay. Anyway, let's keep it going. Um, because the dad, uh, he goes. So to okay, he he gets he gets another phone call, and we find out that she's been given a fellowship. Diane's got this fellowship to this prestigious school in England. Yes. And um, you know, he's really it's it's basically just more of their dynamic, like you had said, where he is really in this bubble, and his whole thing is like it's all you. Diane, it's all about you. You're special. You're gonna keep going. You know, know you you did all this stuff. You worked really hard. You're so special. You're amazing. Just keep doing your thing. But you know what's weird about that though is he's almost selling her to herself, like he's a used car salesman. Yeah. Oh yeah. He totally is. <laughs> like like no, Diane. You've got you've got great mileage. Your tires are good. <laughs> uh, your, yeah. your battery. We just replaced that. You're you're good to go, honey. <laughs> And yeah, she's just right. Like, and she's just like, oh, I don't know. The financing's a bit too high, and and uh, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not into blue. Oh, well, honey, your interior is. A, it's a soft, velvety purple. You, you, come on. You got to Let's let's just take a drive around the block. <laughs> let's give you a ride around the block, and we'll see how you. We'll see how you like you. <laughs> and that dad nails that sale because she's <laughs> yes. just like, oh, okay, dad. I okay, guess okay. If you insist. So after this, she calls Lloyd back, and um, and he. And she struggles to know who he is, which I thought was very funny. Uh, there there are parts of this mom? film that are fantastic, yeah. and one is he says, like, do you remember me? 
and and she's like, uh, oh yeah, I uh, I read it on the message. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, oh, okay. Well, no, uh, no. She and goes, Lloyd will not take no for an answer for this date. Well, what he wanted to say was, well, are you are you free Saturday? No. What about Sunday? No. What about 1991? Are you free yeah. in 1991? Yeah. And <laughs> give me uh, something. <laughs> yeah. Finally, she's just like, all right, fine, Lloyd. I'll go to this party with you. That's coming up. Fine. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and then we cut to him arriving in his trench coat, and we see Diane, who looks like she's ready to go to uh, some sort of New Year's Eve gala <laughs> yes. with what she's wearing. Uh, she looks great, uh, though. She's wearing. Oh no, she looks great, she's but everyone else is in like shorts and a t-shirt, and she's in like this like backless <laughs> gown. Like, she's way overdressed. Well, I like that she's she's in white, waiting for something to spill out. <laughs> now I'm thinking back to Can't Buy Me Love. Like, oh, that's Can't Buy Me gimmick. Love, yeah. He's going to spill grape juice on her. <laughs> that'll that'll and sell the deal. That'll do it. Um, well, that's, is, isn't that how all of us found love? Somebody spilled grape juice on somebody else and you helped them yep. out of a jam? Yep, yep. Um, yeah. Did you like the fact that she goes, <laughs> oh, by the way, I want to go home early. Like, like she's yeah. already in, I'm there for an hour to, to appease you, and then we are out. <laughs> and then uh, we have a few famous people at this party. Um, yeah. they, they, they get to the party. We see Jeremy Priven. Mm-hmm. Is there uh, very young? We see um, it's Eric, Stoltz, uh, Eric Stoltz. Right? That's what yep. I thought it was. Yes, and uh, Bebe Newerth shows up as the guidance counselor. What is with the guidance counselor? Um, let's let's just cut to that because all all you need to <laughs> yes, know yeah, is I'm, I'm okay with that. Yes, yes, definitely. All you need to know to this point, they get to the party and they immediately get separated. Yes. So so John Cusack's hanging with his friends and. Um, uh, Diane is kind of talking with everybody else. Yes. And the guidance counselor shows up and she's like, you have dodged every, every, every appointment I have set up with you, Lloyd. Right. You got to get your life together. And he's just like, I don't really know what I want to do. And then she's like, eh, hey, let's party. No. So he's got the key bag. Everyone puts their keys and he's the key master. So they can't drive away drunk. And she, and she goes, you got to figure it out. Hands him the keys and then walks into the party to which I yeah. was like, what? What is up with her? She is definitely oh, there to tag some some high school kids. That's oh, so we're we're to to use our you know beloved president's parlance, uh, <laughs> easy D. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. Okay, yes. Uh, man, yeah. She goes right to it. Um, I do want to point out though, uh, the friend, uh, the blonde friend who I know I've seen in other movies. I looked up her IMDb. Yeah. She she's been in a lot of minor stuff, but I've seen her before. She is. Can we agree? The beginning of grunge music. Oh yeah. Because at one point she goes, "Well, I wrote sixty songs for Joe." Sixty four. Oh 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 oh! The, the one with the guitar. That's yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. Lily Taylor. Yeah, she pops up in a lot of things. Yeah, she's yeah, in yeah. one of my favorite shows, Six Feet Under. If you've ever seen that, I have not. I've heard of it. But okay. uh, worth definitely worth your time. She's great. Lily Taylor shows up in a ton of things. Yeah, she's, she does. She's a great actress. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. But her and she's goes, she's that person who won't not bring her guitar to a party, and yes. it's like, hey, no one wants to listen to your <laughs> stupid music. <laughs> no, but one of her friends goes, well, but but remember you you you, you try to commit suicide over Joe, and she's just like, no, I'm over it. I wrote sixty yeah, four songs though, for him. That's that's what that's what suicidal you know depression is, Paul. It's like the flu. You, you know what? You, no, no, no. I'm sorry. It's like the chicken pox. You know, you get it once and then you can't ever get it again. <laughs> yes, yes. You're good for life once you've gone through it. Now, Willow, where are you at with this movie? I don't know. Like, I was kind of like in the middle. Like, it was like good, but like, I don't know. Now, like, what did you think about Suicide Girl? 
well, relatable. <laughs> no, I'm just... Oh, well, just gonna... <laughs> ah, get to cut that. Dropping a little too much truth there, Willow. Ah, what do you think about Suicide Girl? <laughs> Let's try that again. Yeah, Willow, there wasn't a comma there. What do you think <laughs> about was... Suicide Comma Girl? <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think, comma, Suicide Girl? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, um, uh, up the river, not across the bridge. That's <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I think uh, there's just something really romantic about uh, a rope around the neck. I, I don't, you know, I don't know what it is. It's very appealing. <laughs> so, uh, anything? I mean, because no, but like she seemed like a little obsessed. Like I feel like she learned how to take a hint, but then when he came up. It was, like, all on her. I was like, well, this is kind of, like, understandable, because clearly she's given something and, and then taken it away. 100%. She is, when he comes to meet her in front of that fridge full of Diet Coke, I thought that was hysterical. <laughs> it's, like, 60 cans of Diet <laughs> it's like, Coke. It's just, it's just full. Um, she, he goes, oh, I want to be back with you. And he goes, uh, and, and she's like, oh, yeah, Joe, take me back. And he's like, now, can we have sex? I'm like, oh, oh, buddy, buddy. One more minute, you had it. <laughs> one, one more sweet line. Way to, yeah, way to fumble at the one yard line, buddy. <laughs> yes. You were, you were there. And then it now it's bye. You know, it's the end of that now. Yes, exactly. Fumble at the one yard. I love that analogy. So anyway, I Lloyd. Uh, so the party is the over. Party ends. Uh, Lloyd and Diane drive a guy home, and then they kind of. Oh my god! Go to a Seven so Eleven. The There's people? just scenes and scenes and scenes that, are, that this is some stuff that doesn't go? need to be in the movie. It's just goes on and on. Yeah, hundred percent, Greg. Um, Willow, you were asking like, what happened to all the keys? I don't know. I'm. I thought he took the keys so they couldn't drive home. I guess maybe they passed out and then slept it off till the morning. Yeah, it, it, it seemed to know. me like he just let a lot of people sleep at the house. But then why did they drive that one guy home? Right. Right. It doesn't make any sense to me. But yes, I, I agree with you. I thought that scene was pointless. I think they could have just cut to them in the morning driving yep. home yep. or to the 7-Eleven. I, I that guy was useless. I'm with you on that. But this is kind of where they start. You, you can tell, even though they're keeping on this this mask of friendship, I'll call it, you can tell that they're connecting in a very... I think organic way. It doesn't feel yes. forced like you see in a lot of rom coms. It feels kind of natural the way that they're coming together. Except for the I would one agree. guy that's pushing it, and then the other girl's just trying to like move it along. Yes, except for those two. <laughs> <laughs> except for those and there two. Was, there, there, and this this is the part of the film where she begins to talk. Like you said, they're starting to to you know connect in in kind of an organic way. But there's that weird line where she goes, "Oh, you know, my parents got divorced, so I had to go to court." And I had to pick if I was going to live with my mom yes. or dad. And I'm like, in what bizarro court system does a judge go, I don't know, 13-year-old girl, make a decision that is going to horrifically impact your life and your relationship with both of your parents right now. Who do you want to live with? Um, I have heard of that. It's very, very rare, especially with divorce was becoming, it was so prevalent in the 80s and 90s. Um, I did hear about that a couple times. It, usually, it didn't. I think if they were teenagers, they'd ask them what they thought, just to kind of gauge of what a teenager thought they would ought to be. If the mother was a complete loser, it's not a question. But I know that they ask kids, like, you know, where, where do you think 
you would want to live. Um, clearly, from this story, her speech, and the upcoming plane story, her family is not good at telling stories in general. No, no, they're <laughs> so not. So I kind of gave her a pass on this one. Like, I bet you the way it worked was they asked me, who do you think you should live with? And I said my dad. And the judge went, oh, thank God, your mom is a crack whore because she, you cannot live with her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you recognize this. Uh, she is a horrible, terrible person. <laughs> but but in her mind, she's like, and that judge was the nicest because he let me pick. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess that's true. Mm. Then uh, he, he drops her off, and uh, she's like, hey, call me tomorrow. And then Lloyd just, like, stands in the road and, like, is doing weird poses. <laughs> Get out of the road, Lloyd. Get out. Of, what are you doing? You know what? He just took Gets out a, by a truck. He just took out a really hot girl to a party, and she didn't kick him in the nuts at the end of the night. I, I think there's a little celebration worthwhile. Okay, do it out of the road. <laughs> well, well I, I, Greg, I'm fine. I'm Greg. the dancing isn't the issue. The posing isn't the issue. Well, you know, he's doing some power poses. Well, it's Greg, fine. You're supposed uh, to do the power uh, pose ex- before the date, but Mr. Gregory. We are yes. dancing in the streets. As oh, yes. okay, you got me there. Okay. You got me there. How, how I else? didn't know. I didn't no, realize that the time is right his for dancing in the streets. I'm sorry. <laughs> he has gated bunker. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You have a gated bunker. Oh, it's true. Uh, dancing uh, in the street. Nonsense. Anyway, anyway, Lloyd comes back for yeah. dinner. And they tell the riveting plane story, which is it's just terrible. Yeah, basically, she's afraid of planes, and yeah, she yelled. I, that's there's the story. But, but God, does that? Go but it's on not forever. even. It's like it's 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 even kind of poorly acted. Like they're trying to be like like bumbling through it. No, let me tell this part, and it's no better or worse. <laughs> it's just it's just terrible. Um, and and so what what this scene is is set up. It's it's a second date. It's at Diane's house with Lloyd. Diane, her dad, and a few of her dad's friends and their spouses. Yes. And it's it. what comes up is, oh, Lloyd, you know, now that you're graduated, what are you going to do? And Lloyd has no answer, and he just looks like an idiot. Because he's like, well, I don't want to work with anything that's processed or is bought or is sold. And he just like he's yeah, just, he, like, he bumbling over himself. So basically, it's like, okay, Lloyd, we get it. You don't want to be into this machine. You think you're cool and everything. We get it. Fine. Whatever. Well, go to college. Get it out of your system. Fine. Well, and you know what? I don't actually dislike this scene because Diane has her next thirty years planned out, and the father. I think the way he asked that, it comes across of it comes across as that. What are you going to do with your life? Question, right? Because obviously he looks like a loser. Doesn't have a focus. Yeah, it's it's, it's very uh, the beginning of uh, I want to rock by Twisted Sister. Right. The right, very, very, very similar. But in the context of this movie, I I kind of feel like it's the father trying to show the daughter like we've planned, yeah. I've planned. You were there, your life. He's not a part of it, and, and here's why. Again, in the context of this movie, it. it comes across less cliche than it normally does you know and it, and it makes sense it is it this is a character revealing moment where we realize lloyd is a slacker yes um, and it has <laughs> not really put any thought to where he wants to be in life no but we won't let that sink in too deeply because the, the federal investigators arrive at irs baby <laughs> boom and they're like yeah. oh 
uh, yeah, we'd, uh, we're from the uh, IRS, and uh, we'd like to talk to you about taxes from 1982 to 1986. So right. at first I didn't realize the time frame, and I was like, wow, that was a really long time ago. Like, why are they pulling stuff up from, like, 30 years ago? Then I was like, wait, this movie was made in the 80s. Right. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So literally, literally, <laughs> that's like, oh, can you talk to us about your taxes from, like, seven years ago? Right. Uh, not even 86. That would have been four years ago. Three years ago. Oh, three yeah, years, actually, yeah. you're right. Yep. But I, they do a good job of kind of keeping it hidden whether the dad did or didn't do it. Um, because yeah. he comes across yeah. very believably like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm calling my lawyer. Like like you said, you know, unless you're 100% God's honest innocent, there's no way you're going to say, oh, oh, and, oh, tax evasion? Oh, please come on in. I'm having a party. We can talk about uh, it right no, I, 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 I will tell you right now, if the cops or anyone comes to your house and questions you, don't do it until you get a lawyer. No habla yeah, no, inglés for any reason. Here, yeah, no habla inglés. No, here's here's. And by the way, that does not work here in uh in in the West Coast. No, bunker. I bet it does. You doesn't. say no habla inglés, they answer you right back in Spanish, and then you're in real trouble. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, oh crap! Out of all the languages, I picked that one. Uh, well, it, you should learn uh, how to say I only speak German from now on. Oh, there we go. I'm speaking Spanish. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, there we go. I'm done. I'm all set. <laughs> yes, Got to change right. it up. There you go. Right. Um, but yes, yes. Uh, so he's like, "Hey, I, I got people here. I'll, you know, I'll talk to you in the morning." And meh. and um, let's see. Then what? We have Diane hanging out with her mom, which is kind of a pointless scene, I guess. I didn't. For the yeah, fact I didn't that, care for the scene at all because she never comes back. No, no. I feel like they she doesn't. It. She also. I thought she was going to cast doubt to the father's character. Yes, yes. and she doesn't. Nope. At all. No. Nope. So, yeah, Actually, I don't you know. know what I, you know what I thought at that moment is I was thinking, because 1982, that would have been right around where they got a divorce, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, something like that. I was almost thinking the mother was going to come back and it was going to be revealed the father didn't do the tax thing. The wife was doing it behind his back. I, I also thought that might have been but uh, instead, like, like a... Like it just never thing. comes up. It's a pointless scene. Yeah. They could have killed the mother off for all that it matters. Yeah, literally. I it it, it's, it, it was kind of a pointless scene. I, I don't really get it. Mm, Let's I don't know. see I what happens like, next here. Um, uh, they they drive around. Uh, basically what happens for the next 10 to 20 minutes of the movie, um, unless it's something that really you want to get into. No, it, It's basically them kind of going on dates, hanging out, talking, and then we have a kissing montage. Yes. Which oh, yeah. leads to the like in the first home? use of Peter Gabriel's in your eyes. Now, I will say just before this, the father, <laughs> the father is talking to her. <laughs> oh no, he picks her up outside. Uh, they're outside driving around, and he's up in his the old folks' home where he where he works. And uh, he looks out the window, and I did this a couple times, Greg. I started writing down a note, and I'm looking at my notepad, and then when I looked up, something happened. That I had yeah. just written down, and this was one of them. He's looking out the window, and I go, "Dad is totally thinking, I didn't squirrel away tax money for four years so you could go get pregnant." As I finish writing "pregnant," I look up, and it's them in the back seat of the car, and I did yeah. not know that was going to happen. And I was like, "Oh, oh, I'm a prognosticator now." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go buy so some. Good. Go buy some Powerball tickets, buddy. Um, but um, let's talk about how <clears throat> awesome Peter Gabriel is. <laughs> That's hey, you know, uh, you say what you want. I think Peter Gabriel really, really got better when he left Genesis. Uh, yeah, I'd agree. 
I agree. And I think Genesis got better when he left. Yeah. I, look, I know Genesis fans are not going to like that, but... Well, I'm you sorry, know what? You know what? Sometimes you just got to anger the Genesis fans if you're going to promote your podcast, and that's, that's yeah, okay. It is. That's fair. Um, I like this song. I like "In Your Eyes." It's a great song. I I love that era of Peter Gabriel. I'll listen to Sledgehammer. Yep. I'll listen to Big Time, uh, Salisbury Hill. Oh, I'll Spart- listen to all those. Uh, what was it? Uh, Shock the Monkey. Shock the Monkey. Yes, that is a great one. That is a great one. Uh, yes, uh, uh, what, uh, was, what, was, what was what was the first one he had? It was. Uh, Games Without Frontiers? Uh, I'm not I sure. Was the first one? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Hey, can yes. I comment? I don't care <laughs> about Peter Gabriel. What? I don't care about Peter Gabriel, and I think we should move on. You didn't You didn't like the song that was playing when they were uh, together trying to uh, express their love in a physical manner in the backseat of a car? <laughs> Why? How did you make that more awkward? <laughs> Uh, I, 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 I can tell I you, you know, you're only seeing the top yeah, half really of them, right? The bottom half is going to be like accordion crammed because that car is not very wide. It's not. It's a very small car. So everyone's uncomfortable there, including <laughs> the viewing audience. It's <laughs> okay, just uncomfortable okay, all fair, around. Fair. You good, Greg? Yep, fair enough. Hands are up. I, I like that we've <laughs> added hands up to our to the season. Yeah, hands up. Hands up. I'm back on. I'm done. I surrender. <laughs> okay. So to answer Greg's question, do you like Peter Gabriel? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't care. I mean, Willow. To be to be honest, I'm, I was just curious if you thought "In Your Eyes" was an okay tune. I guess. All right. Okay. Um. Well. Okay. Help me out now, oh, Greg. I have a teenage daughter who's getting yes. older. I'm I'm hoping I only have to worry about any kind of, anything like this until after she gets married. Right. That's the right, way it works. Right. right. I have to ask Willow. Please, at no point ever. After you're married, thirty years from now with grandkids, do you, do I ever want you to sit me down and tell me about your first experience and go, well, he wanted to make love to me, and I said no. Oh, thank God! But then I thought about it and I attacked him. <laughs> right. <laughs> to which I'm like, what is wrong with this girl? Yeah. No, this family. This family was like a little like wabi sabi. Now they're just really off the rails. They're, they're a cool. bit too close. Yes. Yeah. That's. Uh huh. Uh huh. I mean, talk t- about an oversharer. Like back in the <laughs> back in the eighties. Like, oh my lord. And the father's look is fantastic because he's like, oh thank God. And he's like, whoa, 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 too far, too far. Yeah. It, it yeah just uh, that's, weird by the weird way and awkward that's weird our sting- and awkward for everyone by the way that's our stinger and then I attacked him <laughs> and then I attacked him well, you, you are just gonna open within your eyes right well duh <laughs> of course okay 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 cool what else what do we do Mama? and and you're gonna um you have to open the last one with here's Johnny right ooh hmm did I we'll have to find out if I did <laughs> yeah that's right I meant did you. <laughs> Right. Keep the illusion, Greg. Keep the illusion. Don't look behind the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes, I meant. I meant. Did you? Because yes. I, have, I have such a horrible memory. Any, anyway, they're going oh, around, boy. and uh, the father now There's, after this. Oh, now hold on a second. Okay. I just want to point out that this is only halfway through the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're we still have. We still have like 50 minutes left in this movie. Uh, right around 40, give or take. But yes, a, a good chunk of this movie is still to come. Which, oh my gosh. again, I, we'll get at the end. Anyway, what happens is he goes back and forth with her. There's a big montage where like her father and her are talking. 
and basically the father is trying to convince her to leave him. Um, yeah, which, his 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 big line, and I might be jumping a few scenes, but he basically says like, "Honey, he's not your future; he's just a distraction." Yes, you know we yes. we that, didn't. That's work, what all these scenes culminate is that line. Yes, we 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 didn't work this hard for you yeah. to wind up with with Lloyd. Yeah, he says we, you know, but we know what he meant. Yeah, no, we, we all. I, I I I didn't work this hard. Yeah, like yeah, no, he he, he straight up basically he's says Lloyd's got no future. Enemy you break of up. them, like no one else cares except for him, and she really wouldn't have ruined the, like half this movie, and we could have ended this movie like an hour before it did if he didn't say anything. Well, uh, well, the the so you're saying the title of this film should have been if you remade it, Willow, it would be Don't Say Anything. Yeah, <laughs> and it's and it's like 35 minutes long. <laughs> don't or say don't anything. Don't share your thoughts. Or all of them. <laughs> don't, don't have a way too honest conversation with your dad. <laughs> Whatever you do, I am 100% on board with that movie and in real life. <laughs> do not share. Anyway, she does eventually break up with him. Oh, the father goes, give him, give him a pen. Give him a pen. I swear, Greg, I, I'm not making this up. Sam and Willow, uh, my wife and Willow were with me. Mom was gone. As they were talking, she turns... I go, she's going to give him the pen. She turns around and gives him the pen, and we lost it. I'm like, are you kidding me? You really gave him just a pen? Just a pen. So and good. then it cuts to like him teaching some kids karate. Like, I think that's a pretty good career. You know what? In the late 80s and early 90s, there yeah. are dojos on every street corner. 100%. I will say, he clearly is wearing shoes on the dojo floor. That well, is not allowed is, anywhere. Yeah, it's well, shoes come off as Gregory? soon as you walk into that Gregory? dojo. Every dojo's like that. Gregory, leave. What? Why? What? He's just being salty now. You know? <laughs> no, I'm with him 100. percent Trying to give him points. You've and never. Hey, you're, hey, he's being salty. You've never had to tie a key and walked onto that mat, knowing that your life was in the hands of the instructor. Salted. <laughs> did you not watch Karate Kid? No. <laughs> yes, 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 you did. <laughs> you watch did. Karate Kid. I know that for a fact. <laughs> you did. Anyway, so, yeah, yeah I, anyway. I I will say there was something that was really weird. After they break up, there's a scene where he's in a phone booth, like his car is next to the phone booth, and he's in the phone booth, but he's soaking wet. Yeah, because he kept the door open on the phone booth. It's ridiculous. But, but no, 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 like, he is so <clears throat> wet, he either, A, jumped in somebody's pool and then went to go make the phone call, or B... Just stood out in the rain for like 10 minutes and then went to go well, make no, the phone no, call. That's well, what I mean. I think Wait. it was half his tears and then half. I <laughs> 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 like that honest. answer. <laughs> you know what, Willow? <laughs> You're absolutely right. <laughs> I, I am with you on that. I, I, I like that he goes, he's speaking into like a recorder I, I, to oh, somebody. Yeah. I don't know to who, but anyway. I think I think it's Lily Taylor. Oh, Diane? Uh, may, no. no, 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 no. Lily, it's Lily Taylor's else. name is Corey in the film. Yes, Lily. Um, I'm sorry. Yes, Lily Taylor. You're right. Yeah, he's talking to her, and he goes, and he goes. I don't even remember. I've wiped her from my memory. As soon as he says, "I've wiped her from our memory," he then takes a tour of their love down the street. Like he's clearly, um, he's clearly done such a great job of wiping her from her memory. Buddy, I don't think you understand how memory wipes work. <laughs> he then we have a we have a a scene where he goes and hangs out with a bunch of guys that are oh, alone. Well, Lloyd drops on Saturday so night. Lloyd drops the greatest of truth bombs. They're like, this is how you have to get her over. You have to find a girl who looks like her and do her. you got to do this. you got to do whatever. There's some young kid who just says, bitches. It's weird. And then leaves but with then, a lollipop in his mouth. <laughs> but then Lloyd goes, well, 
if you know about so much about women, why you had a sip and spill at 2 a.m. alone? Spilling <laughs> we all were, the tea. And I was just like, boo. Yeah, <laughs> that mic drop that, drop that recorder because there's a mic in there. Just Done. <laughs> so good. It, no, it is. It's 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 good. And then all white people erupt into a rap. Ah, uh, you know, I I fight against the whole cultural appropriation and and all that stuff because I just feel like people are people. This one made even this one made me go, what what were we yeah. thinking in the nineties? Yeah. Oh we, no, you we were so that. stupid, white people. Yeah. We were so stupid. Uh, what happens next? We've got, uh, uh, did, uh okay, so now, did, now comes, I guess Lloyd uh, hasn't wiped her from his memory banks because he begins calling and leaving messages. Yes, yes. That are long and rambling. Uh, uh now. We see the dad is starting to break down. Yeah, the let's follow the, the dad for a few minutes here. To him. Uh, he goes to buy luggage for her trip. Um, his cards, uh, don't work. Uh, I love that the lady says I'm supposed to confiscate this because in the 80s, they cut your card in front of you, to which I was always like, um, I'm going to pay that back, and I'm going to need a new card. Why right. did you do that? You've yeah, already told me it's declined. I can't use it anywhere else. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> not like it's only declined here. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. declined everywhere. Right. It's declined everywhere. When right. I was little, it's all I connected that that's to actually a what happens still, and I was like, Dad, like, this, didn't get, like, this didn't happen on this card. Shouldn't they cut it up now? And he was like, no, like, no. And I was like, oh, okay. I guess we don't cut up cards anymore. No, that started, that stopped in the late 90s. Like, I had a PayPal card, and when it ran out of money, I expected the lady to take out some scissors and go, and I'd be like, oh, okay. Uh, They will do that with gift cards now. But but even some of those are renewable. Yeah, like my Starbucks one is. I did not know. Um, But anyway, um, yes, the, the dad goes home and he's in a tub. Uh, Willow had a fantastic observation with this one. What? I thought maybe he's going to drown himself. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that would have yeah. been a turn. I was expecting the dad to just commit suicide. I also, that that was a very distinct possibility in my head when I was watching this movie. Yeah. Um, and then we get to the scene, uh, the scene. from this movie. Where, again, stalking, not cool, guys. Can we talk Unless about how he's Cusack. in a park and she's in her house? <laughs> oh, yeah, he is in a totally different area. We've seen she lives the in outside of her house. It does not look like a right. giant park. There are houses across the street from where she lives. That's a very loud boombox, Paul. Not even that. It's focused. It's it's. Do you think DARPA developed it? Yeah, I think, I think DARPA is definitely involved here. DARPA? Yes, uh, I forget what the acronym stands for, but it's a secret science ex- uh, organization that creates classified military weapons. Um, and one the, of them, the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency. Right. So what they but do it has is DAR in it. It, <laughs> it does, but so it must not be good. <laughs> well, according to Metal Gear Solid, uh, DARPA's got some problems. Yeah. Uh, well, if uh, Jesse Ventura is not a fan of DARPA, that's for sure. <laughs> so, anyway. Um, she finds a box full of cash. Okay, yeah, we can go right to that. Yeah, she... Basically, he's still trying to get her back. Um, well, uh, the, the the only scene that I would I would hit before that is she actually goes to the IRS office. No, yeah, I was just about to say that, yes. She goes to the IRS and, says, and talks to them. What, what is going on? And they're like, look, we know for a fact your dad is guilty, and here are the things to look for. 
And he basically lists all the things that he does. They're like, does he like to give presents? Yes. Does he keep art around the house? Does he have things that are about $9,000? Like, oh, it's literally like a laundry list of everything the guy's done in the movie. And then she goes home and she jimmies open this lockbox well, that he has and it is just full of money. Now, hold on. Just before that, as she walked in, Willow and I were, were kind of like uh, doing a little commentary. She walks in she's just like, oh, let's see, around the house. I mean, other than the new rug... Uh, the clock, the uh, the jukebox, um, the car. Man, I don't see anything that would lead them to think that he has a cash. Yeah, weird. It's weird. I mean, they said we live like normal lives just above our means. I mean, other than the constantly revolving clothing line uh, and the ability to pay for my way through uh, through England, I, I don't know. Hey, what's that box? <laughs> because she even says, oh, you, you said all of that to make me question my father right when she's going through the desk which i guess when she went through the desk she was expecting to find a folder called um cheated the irs don't show diane yeah i I don't know (laughs) yeah embezzlement scheme you know for my eyes only (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness it's like the folder on the computer like have you seen that meme it's like do not open i'm warning you and then it just gets smaller and smaller until finally it's like one picture of them like at a party no, no, no. I, I have to believe he's put classified stamps on all of his folders, and she'd just be like, oh, I can't look at that. It's classified. It's classified. <laughs> yes, uh, but then she jimmies open the lock. Um, I guess that's a life skill she learned. You know, uh, yeah, I guess I'm, I'm guessing when she rolled her character, she just got a bonus to, uh, to lockpick. I, I don't know. Well, I got this extra skill point. I don't know where to put it. I, I've maxed yeah. out knowledges. Yep. Yep. Why not lockpick? Lockpick. I mean, you never know. <laughs> you never know. Um, and she jimmies it open, and there's a box full of cash. Now, up until this point, even I, as a as a viewer of the movie, I still was not 100% sure the father was, was, was in this thing. So that's an awesome reveal for me. I, I really like that. And I, I think it, it serves the movie incredibly well that he is guilty. Yes. Because if it if, if it turned out he had not been guilty, I would have been very upset. I'm with you. Th- that the whole movie was this red herring or something, because it's really pointless. If it wasn't the wife, if the wife didn't suddenly come into the picture it, for that, and he was or he wasn't guilty, it, you're absolutely right. It extends this movie's runtime for no reason, and, and it's a, you're yeah. right. It's a red herring. It's a MacGuffin that just didn't need to be in there if it didn't. The fact that he did embezzle is really key. Now, I had said, right, way at the beginning, when she confronts him, he starts, basically puts it on her and says, oh, I did this all for you. You're the... Oh, I love that. I love that. She's like, you lied to me. What did you do? And he goes, I, hey, I did all this for you. You need to calm no, down. No, favorite part of it is like, I made those old people's lives better. <laughs> yes, when he justifies what he did. I love them when their families didn't. And, she, and she's just like, you're insane. You're an insane man. Oh yeah, no, he's he it, I love he he goes from like oh, okay, you guys are a little off to like a Scooby Doo villain. <laughs> like like within 5 seconds. It's yes. so weird. Yes. But it's but it works because up until this point you're just not sure. So when he kind of go, when he kind of goes insane and, and and blasts her, you're almost like yeah, he's just he's at his wit's end. He was ready he was looking for a gun in a bathtub not not 20 minutes ago. Yes. So uh, let's see. Um, she goes she decides to, see... to get back together with Lloyd because now yep. she has no one in her life. Now that her the only person that she loved most 
and uh, is her anchor. Her father is now a sham. I do and like a liar and is and is going to prison. Who who does she have left? Only Lloyd. Well, I like that, uh, and I kind of like this line. He says, "Is it me that you want, or is it anybody?" You know what? I don't care. Right. And he doesn't. It, it, it sounds desperate, but it's not because he's truly in love with her. He no, and, he really is. And, yeah, and yeah. he wants to believe that that she came back to him, and that's it. So I like that line. I'm not gonna lie; it kind of makes sense because she doesn't talk to her mom except for that one time to convince her to like say good words about her dad and then like she clearly doesn't have any friends in the movie whatsoever no other than a book no we cut to the lawyer's office with a negotiating um over a uh a big mac meal yep which was fun uh the old wax cups remember those i remember those oh oh, they were thin they were were terrible break all the time they were the worst Uh, was the was the Big Mac in a styrofoam or cardboard box? I didn't know. It used to be styrofoam. I don't. I mean, it, yeah. Now it's uh, in a cardboard. So back then, it probably was styrofoam. Yeah, I didn't notice if it was styrofoam or not. Styrofoam in the movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I, you know what? I will not question you. I know my Case McDonald's. <laughs> okay. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, and, uh, so we we find out he has to pay like a hundred and twenty five thousand dollar fine and nine and months in jail. Serve nine months in in prison. Now here's the thing. The $125,000 fine, it's the IRS. That comes after they seize everything. I that's, that the, the way I'm going to look at it is if they have proof that you stole money, it's not like, well, you get to keep the stolen money, but right, we got 100. Right, right. It's like, no, 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 no. It's all gone and exactly. you are still in debt even more money. Yes. So, yeah. That's the way I saw that too. 100%. Yeah. All all that stolen stuff is all all seized. Yes. Um, and depending on the RICO statute went into effect, they might wait, be able to house. then how is she house. going to England without money? Well, she's on a, she's on a fellowship. She's, she's on a scholarship, and he already bought plane tickets, right. remember? Okay. Um, For and, him, too. Well, Lloyd's going out there, and presumably they're going to be together. He'll get a job, support them while she's going to school. That, yeah, you know, in jolly old England. Yeah, yeah honestly, <laughs> that... There's not enough thought to go into that at this point. Yeah, um, well, let's... So, the dad... We cut Lloyd to, goes to see the dad. prison... And Lloyd has gone because the daughter won't go in. Right. So Lloyd has gone in to talk with the dad and give him a letter. We find right. out he has a letter now from uh, uh, from Diane. Now I mom. I guessed kind of what the letter said. Um, if you if you'd be uh, if you don't, I would love to to do <clears throat> a uh, what what did the letter say? Yeah, um, dear dad, um, I I know that you were in jail. I would just like you to know um, I hate you. I really hate you. I hope you die in a fire. I hope you are in the shower and a large man rapes you. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, no love, <laughs> Diane. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Ice cold. I'm just cold. giving you the savagest look. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wow. What? You don't, you don't on, think man. that happens? <laughs> uh, I, yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. I, I will say, I, I love, before he reads that letter, they're talking. And he and and the dad straight up says like, "Hey, what are you gonna do with your life?" And he goes, "You know what I want? You know what I want to do with my life? What I want to do with my life is be with your daughter." <laughs> and I'm just like, "Oh, that's that's every parent's dream. That's what they want to hear. What are you gonna do for a job? I just want to be with your kid. I just want to mooch, you know, drag them down. I don't want to contribute. Uh, I just want to be with them." Like, <laughs> well, oh great! Awesome. You know what though? It's work. It's working out for him so far. I mean, it's not terrible. 
they're they're also 18, Paul. <laughs> I mean, how much trouble can you get into <laughs> when you've been graduated for six months? Like, come on. I guess. So anyway, uh, the big reveal. Diane does show up at the very end, even though we have been told over the loudspeaker that visiting hours ended five minutes ago. Yes. Somehow they let you know her what, in. Greg, I don't know how that we're works. We're already allowing a woman into a men's federal prison in the yard. I, yeah, that's weird, isn't it? That it's in the were yard. very different. <laughs> and she anyway. gives she gives her dad a pen. Yes. Okay, can we talk about how you aren't allowed to give gifts, letters, or like give like exchanging of hugs or anything? Because like you could like slip something to them. I, yeah. What if that letter is like like acid blotter, and he's gonna you know blotter acid, and he's gonna go. Oh. What if in the hug he smuggled cocaine? No, no, no. Hundred percent. After reading that letter, I assume he looked at that pen and goes. Ah. She gave me a weapon to defend me in the shower. There you go. Right? Hey, any port in the storm, right? Um, and then we uh, we cut to the plane. Um, I don't hate this scene. I At first, I was like, why is it in there? Until it the way it ends. She's the waiting way that for the it ends, where she's the, uh, nervous, and he says, I'm just going to keep talking. If anything goes wrong, it goes wrong in the first five minutes. So as soon as that smoking sign, that no smoking <laughs> yeah, sign disappears, yeah. we're good. Right. And they're talking, and they're going back and forth, and they're talking, and they're watching. You hear the ding, and it cuts to black, and that's the end of the uh, movie. Which, uh, again, I wasn't sure why that ending was in there, though, the way it was, because I get the plane story, but the plane story was terrible. But the way it, but the way it ends, I like the way that ended. I, I thought it was kind of cool. Um, no, it was it was it, it was a good ending. So, uh, Paul, yes, was this film rad? Is this film rad? You know, I'm gonna say it's rad because it obviously held up. If you go on like uh, IMDb or or uh, Amazon where we watched it, it, it's got great reviews. I think it's four out of five stars. I think it's like eight out of ten on IMDb. Um, people obviously loved it enough to keep loving it to today. So even though it probably wasn't in our wheelhouse, I would say that it was popular. As we've said a lot of times, you know, it was popular. It was it was known. Is it rad? Rad? Probably not what we would have said in the eighties um, as kids. You know. Uh, like we talked about last time, Short Circuit, that, that was a rad film. This one was yeah. just a good film that was probably pretty popular. So, uh, you know, that's what I'll say. It was popular. But then again, you guys are guys that said rad. I'm pretty sure not every girl went around saying, oh, this movie's so rad. You know, we had a girl Th- on the podcast. That literally was how everyone sounded in the 80s. Well, that's yeah. exactly yeah. right. We had a girl on the podcast and she said rad. So. But what about in Recess, which was made near the 90s and 80s? Recess was what? 1997. What are you about? Really? You're yes. talking about the cartoon? Recess. Yes. Yes. No, that's like late 90s. We should watch Recess. Yeah, yeah. We could, if I may continue. No. Very well, then. Greg, what are your thoughts? <laughs> I need to hear if this film is still rad. I never heard him. You know what, though? She played that perfectly. No. Greg. <laughs> so, Paul, is, is this film rad? You know what? I, I liked it. I really, really did. It's long. Every time you pause the movie, you're like, oh, my God, there's so much movie left. But they they use it well. It is a rom-com in the sense that, you know, those two people. I think if it was just Diane and Lloyd, I don't know if I would have called it rad. Because they're good, but they kind of follow the same sappy traditional thing. The father, the whole tax evasion twist is great. I think their breakup and him kind of trying to get her back is very well done. And I'll tell you what actually sells this movie for me. I I know, Willow. Please don't stab me as I sleep. I did not 
like Patrick Dempsey in that movie. Hey, look, I got a pen. I know. <laughs> I don't want to get stabbed by a pen that looks like a a, 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 <laughs> uh, a lightsaber. I can't. No, I can't go out like that. <laughs> but John Cusack is really good in this movie. I yeah, like him in this movie. He's probably the so far of these kind of sappy-ish movies, uh, rom-commy movies. I think he's the best so far. I liked him. Diane is believable. Uh, John Mahoney gives a very good performance. Again, I was tricked until the end on the tax evasion. So for me, yeah. I, I really liked it. I would call it rad. What about you, Greg? Okay. Uh, I think this movie w- was definitely rad. I mean, it had its moments of, of uh, what do you call it? Like kind of pop culture, uh, you know, uh, sustainability. Yep. Uh, yep. Been parodied, you know, um, and, and just uh, referenced is the word I'm looking for over and over again. Uh, so definitely, um, is this film rad? No, no, it is not. Is this a good movie? Yeah, actually, I'd say it aged better than I expected it to. Um, I-, I expected to come on after seeing this movie and have a whole laundry list of problems with like their relationship and like all this stuff. And to be honest, I didn't really get it. Um, like, like you said, the believability factor in this film is high. I, I, the things seem organic and stuff and it's, and it is, it's a good movie. Everybody acts well. It's written well. Yep. It's, it's a good movie. Uh, but again, the big thing for me, it felt like it was two and a half hours long Yeah, and it, it just, it just never felt like it was going to end. And I wouldn't ever want to watch this movie again. I wouldn't tell my friends to watch it. Sure. So no, no, it's not rad. Okay. It's not. I have a question. Why do people call it a laundry list? Like, with laundry, you just kind of pick it up, throw it in the washer, throw it in the dryer, and you're good. That's a great question. <laughs> I don't I've never know. Understood a that grocery either. list I mean, like, be a better. shopping list makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But with laundry, like, does the list say, like, pick laundry up, put it in washer? <laughs> right? Like, what is... What's, Add soap. What, what's on that list? <laughs> Add softener. Just in case you forgot. <laughs> I. You know what? I don't know, Willow. Uh, well, what, what are your you, thoughts Willow? on the movie, what, what, did, what did you think? So, unlike my father, but like Grey's Anatomy, this movie was pretty rad. Okay, I there was really no need to it. dig me. <laughs> so, well, too, too rad. What, what did you like about this movie? Uh, like, it was just pretty good. Like, it was just, I liked it. And it didn't make it just me want to cry you, the Willow? entire time. What's that? It didn't make me want to cry the entire time of boredom and sadness and... That's good. Uh, oh, by the way, Greg Greg mentioned this movie because he had a feeling that you would like this movie. So I, yes, I am I not did. surprised Gregory, at all. Gregory, you didn't fail. Good job. Yeah. Unlike, uh, you know, um, what was the last movie we did? The Shining, Pee-wee's Big Adventure 2. <laughs> yeah, well, good one. Pee-wee, thank okay, you very look, much. We agreed with you on some of those. But anyway, um, Greg, I, I, I see where you're coming from, right? Is it rad, rad, the way we describe rad? Yeah. Um, I, I'm calling it rad because I want to make sure that we like the movie, so. But I agree with That's you. Fair. It's a really That's good fair. movie. Uh, so, with that. Anyway, why don't we wrap this up? Um, uh, who do well, we thank you, Mr. Bibbs. Every time. Mr. Bibbs. For your continued patronage. We love it. We appreciate it so much. You can go to thiswasrad.podbean.com. And uh, if you if you like, you can listen there. You can like our um, show there. Definitely, that would be awesome. Um, you can uh, become a patron. Um, I'll tell you one thing we would super, super love. Um, we've been getting some more um, reviews from some other podcasts. If we could get some um, some hardcore listeners up there as well to give us some reviews. And, of course, keep telling your friends. Tell any of you, anybody you can 
about our podcast that if you like it um, to listen, um, we have a small contingent of, of dedicated followers, but we, you know, we'd like to get a few more out there just to uh, get our brand of humor out there. So if you, uh, if you know anybody that you would, uh, who would like this show, tell them about it, tell them your favorite episode, let them download at least one and listen and, and uh, see if we can get them hooked like you are. Uh, <laughs> yeah, hopefully, hopefully you're hooked. Uh, yeah, we have. We've been getting a lot of reviews. We've got uh, 15 of them actually oh, right now, geez, which nice. is uh, way up from what it was. Yeah, we were at like seven um, or eight for a while there, so that's great. Yeah, yeah. you know what? There's there's a podcast group on Facebook that I belong to. Um, it's something like a like podcasts we listen to or something, and it's a really, really, really active page, and uh, they're really supportive of people plugging their own stuff. And um, they are just uh, routinely people will just go, hey, I am out of podcasts to listen to. Tell me what podcasts you're listening to or tell me what podcasts you have and I'll listen to it. And um, there have been a few people that said, hey, let's do I'll review any podcast that posts in this thread. Like I love podcasts and I want to review them. And so um, I pay attention to that and I do a lot of that. stuff. it's a great group. Um, I highly recommend if you like podcasts or you have a podcast, definitely definitely check it out okay yeah and then obviously the potter family we we try and stay active within um and then just so many different uh groups and stuff like that so anyway awesome that's great i didn't know about that one so a podcast we listen to um, yeah yeah it's a great 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 group okay uh, i will i will check that out myself so awesome that pretty much brings us to the end of it so uh we we are one week away from march chuckness uh, we uh, we obviously um, uh, so obviously go to Facebook and uh, put up your votes for your favorite Chuck Norris movie. Uh, next week uh, we will reveal what our bracket looks like. The four movies yeah, right. that will be competing as we go through. Each of us will be picking which one we think was the better of those movies. And uh, at the end, we'll pick our favorite Chuck Norris movies and see if you match us. So that's coming up in March Chuckness. What are we going to do first, though, Greg? Well, we got one week before we get to March Chuckness. So we figured, why not uh, try to clean up that backlog we have? Yes. Uh, so since we've already done Labyrinth, why don't we do the Dark Crystal? Fantastic. I, that was one we, we had talked about right at the beginning. Uh, we, we had That was always one of the first ones we had talked about. Yep. So Yeah. So uh, we're very curious about Willow on this one. She was a huge Labyrinth fan. He is not. Is he singing? <laughs> we'll, we'll watch the in movie. In heaven, Willow. Out. Yes, he's singing right now. <laughs> in his grave. You can hear him. You can hear it on the wind. Just listen. No, his little ghost is floating around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's singing. Uh... He's omnipotent. He's all. He's always there. Uh, Dave. But... David Bowie. It's always there. It's always there. I'm Paul. I'm Greg. I want food. Then I attacked him anyway.